15 Minutes to Financial Freedom, educational podcast series hosted by Arvind Venn. These 15-minute or so podcasts are meant to educate and empower listeners about key financial topics towards the road to financial independence in plain English and without financial jargon. Arvind Venn is an independent financial advisor, founder, and CEO of Capital V Group in Cupertino, California. He is regularly featured in leading national financial publications such as Forbes and many others. And now for our host, Arvind Venn. Welcome back, listeners. This is Arvind Venn, CEO of Capital V Group, and it's good to have you back. Today's topic is Social Security on everybody's mind. So let's talk a little bit more about that. I'm getting a lot of questions, whether it's going to be there, what's going to happen. There's so much changes happening. There's a lot of wrangling going up in Washington. And so today, I also have a special guest who knows a lot about Social Security. But let's see what's going on in Social Security. The baby boomers are actually retiring at a very high rate. The U.S. is undergoing the largest grain of its workforce, more than 10,000 baby boomers retiring every day for the next 15 years. Baby boomers are the people born between the years 1946 and 1964. And there were 50 million of them at or nearing retirement and will join approximately about 54 million people who are already receiving Social Security benefits. So the government has many options to keep Social Security fully functional. However, when is that going to happen? Is the will there? Those are the, I would say, the trillion-dollar question. So before we dive in, let's see what Social Security is. I mean, Social Security then and now, so how did this begin? And where is it now? And how is it funded? The origins of Social Security can be traced back to the Great Depression. Established in 1935, the program's main purpose was to provide a minimum floor of income support for all eligible workers. At that time, the average life expectancy of the working male was approximately 62 years. So the government set retirement at 65. Well, that's not going to fly well now because the life expectancy has changed for the better a lot over the last 70 to 80 years. Now the life expectancy of a working male is 84. That's a good news, but the not so good news is that at current rates, Social Security has enough money to pay out in full to every recipient until around the year 2033. And after that, it looks like from as per current funding, they'll only be able to pay out only about 75% from say 2033 until 2078 or so. But that's a, a sizable haircut, about 25%, unless something gets fixed in the government. So that's where we are right now. But why is there a shortfall? Well, that's because the system is funded by employee payroll deductions. So one portion of the relevant tax consists of an equal amount of employee income paid by the employee and employer. Self-employed people, whether freelancers, contractors, Uber drivers, among others, pay both the employee and employer portions. These benefits are calculated according to the 35 highest earning years in the workforce and adjusted for inflation. So does it mean that they got increased the cap right now? I think it's about $145,000 of income until which Social Security is taxed. So there are options to fix this shortfall, but the question is, how is it going to happen and when? I'm going to ask Andrew Beltoski. Andrew is the regional vice president of Allianz, one of the world's largest insurers, he knows a lot about Social Security, and he was actually one of our webinar expert guest speakers earlier this year for those of you who attended the webinar. So I asked Andrew where we are. So Andrew, welcome to the podcast. Great to have you here today. Thank you, Arvind. Thanks for having me. 
Well, here's the trillion dollar question for you. What's happening in social security? And do you think that it's going to stay? That's why I keep getting asked all the time. And what's going to happen after year 2033 when there's only enough money to pay only 75% of benefits? That's a very good question. And one that has been coming up quite frequently. And I don't necessarily see it going away but I could see a reduction of benefits moving forward and I'll elaborate on why. I don't think it can go away. This year, roughly 65 million Americans will receive social security benefits totaling over $1 trillion. More than 65 million Americans depend on social security for some or even all of their income with pensions becoming less and less prevalent and Americans needing to fund their own retirement Social security is a pillar that is necessary for millions of Americans to have a successful retirement. And the problem with social security fund moving forward is mathematical in nature. The number of workers for each social security beneficiary has been decreasing dramatically over the past few decades. Currently there are 2.8 workers for each social security beneficiary. And that ratio is expected to be down to 2.3 to one in the year 2035. While I don't see Social Security going away entirely, I would plan for a reduction of benefits moving forward and look for ways to cover more of my retirement income. And personally funded pensions have become more popular. Wow. So that's not great news, but I think we continue hoping that there are other avenues. For example, the government has continued increasing the Social Security cap every year, all the way from 119,000, I think it's at 148,000 now. That can be one aspect if that flies. But again, the bigger thing is what's going to happen. So I think we'll have to watch and see. As I said, personally funded pensions definitely become more popular in that era. What's the difference between Medicaid and Medi-Cal? A lot of listeners would like to hear the difference. I've explained that, but I'd love to have you explain to us what's the difference, if at all. There's actually little difference between the two. Medi-Cal is merely California's Medicaid program, which is paid for federal and state revenues. And Medi-Cal provides coverage for low-income individuals and families. Right. Now, coming back to benefits, the tax that I spoke about that the government collects is popular because it provides, Social Security provides four types of benefits. Retirement benefits are for those who have worked in covered employment for many years. And they are those eligible people are they're eligible to receive retirement benefits beginning at age 62. And we'll talk a bit more about whether it makes sense to hold off or start right away. Then the second benefit is Medicare health benefits for the spouse and minor children of any retired or disabled worker who qualifies for benefits. The third benefit is survivors of a deceased worker covered by Social Security are entitled to income benefits. The surviving spouse is eligible to receive benefits until the youngest child turns 18. That's something good to know because many don't know that that benefit was also offered by Social Security. And disability benefits are for workers who make regular contributions but are disabled mentally, physically before reaching retirement age. So just because you can collect Social Security, start collecting at age 62, doesn't mean that you can or should start getting the check right away. Because for every year that you wait after age 62 to collect Social Security, you approximately get a nice 8% bump up annually until age 70. Where else can you find such an annual risk-free raise on your income? And that too from the government, no less. So it pays to wait. 
if you can, right? There are some other caveats too, right? So benefits may be diminished if you go back to work after age 62 and until full retirement age. But, but yeah, we run all these analysis for our clients and those who would like to have an analysis, we're happy to do that. So that gives you an idea as to of the what-if scenario, choosing between 62, full retirement age, and age 70. So this is definitely something to keep in mind. Andrew, so why do people need to register for Medicare? Because we talked about the four benefits of Social Security of Medicare is one. But why do people need to register for Medicare at age 65, even if they have health benefits coming in from the government? There's a penalty to not enrolling. Can you talk about that? It can be a good idea to register for Medicare at age 65, even if you still have coverage from your employer. Medicare Part A typically doesn't cost anything, and it can serve as your secondary insurance, potentially picking up the tab for anything your primary insurance doesn't cover. Additionally, this can also help avoid the 10% annual surcharge on Medicare Part B premiums if you fail to sign up on time. Okay. That's good to know. Right? That's important because the penalties can stay pretty much for the rest of their lives. So that's a small thing to do, but has a fairly sizable price, significant price to pay. So I think I always remind my clients when they get close to 65 that it is time to register and just register and keep that ready. So these employer pensions seem to be going in the way of dinosaur. Right? The fixed income in retirement is an important aspect of retirement income planning. So what are the other options to, to, for fixed income. Right? Social security right now is the only fixed income component given that employer pensions are pretty much gone. I think I saw a statistic that I think, I think less than 12% of companies or employers offer pensions. At the end of the day, every person's requirement or situation is different, but it's important to understand that social security has so many different ways of collecting. And for a married couple, there are literally over a thousand different ways in which you can choose. So it's very important to calculate and understand how it works so that you don't leave money that you deserve and you work for. You don't leave it on the table. So again, just because you turn 62 doesn't mean that you have to collect right away. Do the math, understand how it works, and realize that if you're getting an 8% bump up every year until age 70. And right? so that's very important. So selecting social security benefits is not a simple matter, right? There are hundreds of ways to accept benefits and the choices will have significant impact over the course of the retirement years. So millions of people rely on the system. And I still think that it's very complicated to change than simply pulling a plug, just like what our guest also mentioned. So we just have to wait and see. And in the meantime, just got to stay educated and see how the best we can to leverage Social Security to benefit. So before I sign off today, I got to point out one important news. You probably saw that already. The cost of living increase, the COLA increase for Social Security was 5.9% that came out recently. And that is the highest increase in over 40 years. Now that is, that is huge. We've never seen this kind of increase in such a long time. And what that means, in addition to good news, is that inflation is starting to run high. And that's being taken note of. Now, the trillion dollar question is whether this is transitory, whether this inflation is temporary, or is the beginning of high inflation ahead. So that remains to be seen. And we'll be talking more about that in the upcoming podcast. We'll have some expert guests giving their opinions about that too. So stay tuned. Join us soon for the next podcast.
And that's it for today and for this podcast. Let me end that with another disclaimer that Andrew Beltowski, Allianz Capital V Group and LPL Financial are not affiliated. So we look forward to seeing you soon and you tuning in at the next podcast. You can also read more about us at www.capitalvgroup.com or call us at 408-725-7122. Or you can like us or read more about us on Twitter and on Facebook. Arvind Venn is a registered representative with advisory services and securities offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA, and SIPC. The opinions voiced in this material are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. All performance referenced is historical and is no guarantee of future results. The information is not intended to be a substitute for specific individualized tax advice. We suggest that you discuss your specific tax issues with a qualified tax advisor. Financial planning offered through Capital V Group, a registered investment advisor and a separate entity from LPL Financial.